Hey everybody, welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. Welcome to episode 26. Once again guys, welcome. Appreciate you being here. My name is Chris. I'm your host. If you're new to this podcast, feel free to go back to episode one to catch up. So, hope everybody's having a good day. Uh, this one's getting posted a little bit late today, but just getting it uh, put together and getting it getting it uploaded and whatnot on uh, you know Tuesday. It's a little bit later than usual. Usually, I try to get these episodes posted between. Uh, 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Tuesdays and Fridays. But over my days off, I kind of just kind of was a little bit lazy. Didn't, uh, I, mean, I got out and did a couple things, but otherwise, when I was home, I really just ended up not doing much of anything. So, you know, chilling out, watching TV with the wife, and hanging out with the kiddo. And, um, we went out to a movie on Monday, so that brings me to. Today's topic is appreciation and movie review. So, we'll start with the appreciation. Um, as you guys know from previous episodes, me and the wife, and heck, even, even our youngest, we been through a lot with the um, issues that we had with our oldest and her older sibling from another father. So it's one of those things that uh, honestly I don't know. I mean the wife and I are better but it's something that I don't know if we'll ever fully get over. I don't know if we'll ever fully heal from it because we were hurt pretty bad by the things that were said, by the things that our oldest did, and then my wife was hurt pretty bad by the things that uh, her oldest, uh, the older sibling, my other dad, that's never been involved in either of Allie or Eli's life. But, um, but my wife was hurt pretty bad by the things that her oldest had said and had done against her or whatever. Neither of them has apologized for it, so it's one of those things that wife and I, we just, we just had to do our best. Keep moving on, keep taking it day by day, week by week, and just trying to do our best, you know. I mean, it's even got to the point where anything that they that they complain about, like they, they do something that they would try to make an excuse for, it's our fault, you know. Most, <laughs> one of the most recent things was really, really weird, is like... They, they told their uh, grandmother, my wife's mom out there in Kansas City, um, when they were running late for, for an appointment, because my uh, mother-in-law was trying to help my oldest get her, get, you know, get some of the stuff done that she needs to get done, that she's kind of been blowing off or whatever. And uh, they, they were late, as far as like, um, Allie's older sibling dropping her off. And I guess the reason for it was, oh, we, we started our monthly, you know, we started our period, and uh, when we're at our period, we throw up, and uh, we got that from mom. And my mother-in-law, of course, reached out to, you know, reached out to um, um, my wife, and I, my wife told me all about this afterwards, after the fact, or whatever. Like, later on, we were talking, or whatever. And it was like, it, I was like, they said, what? Oh yeah, they said that they, they when they're on their period, they throw up, and uh, I was like, and then, and then it's her fault. And I was like, well, do you throw up on your period? She goes, no, I get nauseous, but I never, I never throw it up. And you know, I'm not gonna lie, call. <laughs> my, our youngest came down, and uh, I was like, I was like, hey, love, why, why don't you tell, why don't you tell Bug what her older siblings are blaming, you know, blaming mom for now? And she told her, and of course, Zoe was like, well, do you throw up when you're on your period, Mom? And she's like, no, do you? She goes, no, I don't. And I'm like, well, then they can kind of roll that out, because if it was something that my wife passed on to them, 
which is really weird to, to make that little, not really an accusation, but you know, like, well, I do this, it's mom's fault. And everything's our fault, you know. Their life sucks, and it's our fault, you know, Allie doesn't drive, it's our fault, you know. Uh, she's not where she wants to be money-wise, it's our fault. I'm like, yeah, but you're living in someone else's house, mooching off them, and that's not our fault, that's your poor decision-making <laughs> Man, this is like, woo, okay, you know. But it's like, you know, it's one of those things, like, apparently, all they are is victims, you know. Nothing's their, nothing's their responsibility, nothing's on them. They're not responsible for anything that's happened in life. It's all us, you know, we, we're just bad parents, you know, for Allie, whatever. But it's funny, that gets me to part, that gets me to part of today's topic, the appreciation part. Because Zoe came down, I mean, me and the wife were sitting there. Um, I think she had one of those um, yacht club or yacht uh, charter uh, shows on or whatever, uh, where they're where they got these big yachts and it's a captain and a crew and they, you know, they're they're doing these different charters where people have rented out the yacht and they come on there for a couple days or whatever but three or four days and uh and then you know of course the the crew after they do everything that the that the charter uh guests you know want to do you know that they, they of course they pay that you know they give them an ample of cash whatever it's for their tip or whatever that they divide up among the crew pretty good show it's pretty pretty enjoyable you know it's one of those things like I wouldn't mind actually, you know, being a, not a, I wouldn't want a yacht that big, but having a smaller yacht that you had like, you could, you could have like, you know, like five people on it or something, you know, or you go out on the water and actually, you know, fish and you have a kitchen and you have your own little hookups in the, in the, the boat. And if you want to, you can basically just like sleep out on the water and, you know, just put your anchor down or something. Kind of like a motorhome. On, uh, on the water, you know, I can see that, it'd be kind of cool, you know, but, um, so we were watching the show, and, uh, Zoe comes out, and, uh, you know, randomly, she just kind of walks in the front room, and Aaron, of course, paused the show, and Zoe was like, I just wanted to let you guys know, like, these last couple weeks, like, my mental health has actually been really good, and we're like, well, we're glad to hear about it, you know. She was, yeah, like, things are good, you know. Um, just really happy, whatever. You know, doing good in school. And, of course, I know I try to hang out with her as much as I can on my off time or whatever. We'll go out and do stuff. Like, we'll hit Goodwill or, you know. Or now she wants to do, make it a, a normal thing as far as, like, I picked her up with her friend Ace on uh, Monday. Uh, picked him up from school. My first time going to that school because it's a brand new high school that they just switched to. Pretty easy to find. Like, I haven't gone in there yet. I think my wife did because they went there for the open house before the school year started. And I was working, so of course I couldn't go. So, so I haven't, and I, I didn't really see the inside of the uh, old high school too much either. Like, anytime I went in there to pick her up, I had to go to the front office, you know. And so. But, um, so yeah, I just picked, I just picked them up in the front. I was like, called, called Bug, basically, like, hey, where are you guys at? I'm at the front of the, uh, I'm at the front of the, um, front of the school or whatever. And, uh, she's like, well, where's the front of the school? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm assuming this is the front of the school, because this is where a lot of other cars are parked, waiting for people to, for kids to come out. So... I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking it's here. She goes, all right, cool. Well, I circled back around because I thought, well, let me try and see if I can find a different part of the school. But then I, when I was going to circle around, I saw them coming out where I was parked initially. So I circled back in there. And I was like, well, I was going to try to find a different part of the school. And they're like, oh, no, we, we just came out here and figured that maybe this is the front you're talking about or whatever. I'm like, okay, well. So they wanted to go to Michael's. Come over to Michael's, and you know, I didn't really feel like it, you know, just randomly walking around, so I wasn't really shopping for anything. So she was like, So, are you gonna wait here, Dad? I was like, yeah, probably. I'll probably let you two walk in there, do, do your thing, whatever. 
Avage's bug, then obviously I'm walking with her. You know, I don't make her go in by herself or whatever, but. Sir to friend, I'm going, you guys go ahead and go in. I'll be out here waiting for you. So. Yeah, trucker friends is always interesting when, uh. Another truck, they pass you, but they don't get too much past you, like maybe 10 feet in front of you, and then they still on to get over. So I, I end up slowing down, thinking, all right, go ahead and get over. Usually you pass and put a little bit of a distance, and then you get over. But some trucks will barely pass, they'll put the signal on. I'm like, you can't get over like two feet in front of you. That's not how you're supposed to do it. But, oh, well, what do I know, right? Only been out here like 12 years, 13 years. I know not, not as long as some drivers. I know, like, Swamp guy that I swap with and stuff out there in uh, Illinois that comes down from Minnesota. I think he's technically got like 20 years or more. Although he stopped driving for a little while, so then he came back like 2017, 2018, started driving again. So I don't know how long he was out. He may not have quite 20 years, but but anyway. So yeah, she was standing in front of us, telling us how yeah the last couple weeks my life. Health is actually really good. And we're like, that's really cool. That's really, good. you know. So then I was getting my stuff ready a little bit later. Um, after getting the bathroom, was downstairs getting my my uh, you know container out of the fridge for the food I'm gonna heat up. And uh, you know, getting some of the mini muffins and some of the fruit snacks. And, you know, putting some some uh, uh, potato chips in a bag. You know, in a little baggie, whatever, put that all in the bag with the, uh, the food I'm gonna heat up tonight. So now we have some stuff to bunch on for the trip. They're back. And uh, my wife was in the kitchen uh, working on some stuff. She was, might have been like emptying the dishwasher and, you know, loading what was in the sink of the dishwasher. I went over the stairs and said, hey, no. Say, what? I'm gonna come back for a second. Okay. I'll go back in there and continue loading my bag up or whatever. She comes down and she said, yeah, what's up? But I'm like, I just wanna say, Mom and I both really appreciate what you told us earlier. I was like, you know, it's really great that you, your mental health has been really good lately. I was like, because I just want you to know that both with you and your older sister, Mom and I have always done, you know, just done our best. Like, we've always done whatever we could to try to give you guys the best life possible and to be there for you and stuff. And we really appreciate that you actually let us be there for you. Because your sister didn't. Like, she would just, after she graduated, at some point, she kind of would hide in her room after she uh, got home from work. You know, she'd request things from us. Like, you know, can you run me through a drive drive through for Panda Express or whatever? And I'm on, on the way home from picking her up from work. And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? We would take her through the drive through you know, after, with us getting something. And we'd obviously buy her stuff, too. But then, of course, take her through the drive through for her request. She would just get stuff for herself. Like, hey, that's cool, you know. Every so often, she'd be like, hey, Dad, can I get you a couple of egg rolls? That'd be awesome. Because I'm the one, because we're giving you rides everywhere. Kind of be, you know, definitely wouldn't complain if you helped, if you actually did a little bit to show us you, you actually appreciated what we're doing for you. But we never said that, though. You know, we were just like, you know, we did it. She, we basically helped, you know, we helped her out, whatever, and she basically took it. And then near the end, when she and her older sibling, um, did what they did. They acted like we basically were these horrible parents. So I was, when I was talking to my, my youngest, and like, Mom and I have just done our best. Done, we've always done everything we could to do our best for you guys. You know, we appreciate that you actually are happy. We, we're very grateful that you don't feel the way that Eli and Allie are going around claiming. Because after they left, they even told the youngest, like, just let us go. We need to come rescue you, too. And the youngest, I'm not going to lie, she rolled her eyes and was like, you guys are stupid. Because she doesn't have any problems with us. Like, she's like, no, I, I mean, I, when any time that my, she said any time that her mental health was kind of a little bit off, it wasn't to do with us. It was actually because of, like, friends from school or something. And we're like, well, you know, we're glad to hear it because, you know, your older siblings act like we're the worst parents ever. That we, you know, that I was a bully to them and then mom wasn't the greatest mom and then, you know we, we were basically robbing them and taking their money and whatever and we're like no you guys not out for to help like that's the thing is like you kids like a few years before you before you like actually like actually got involved like you like you looked Aaron up and actually 
got in touch with her and got to know Allie and so whatever. At that point, Allie graduated. I'm actually, I guess, around that time, Allie graduated high school. And, and was working at Sonic and you know was making tips making her paychecks they're working on the boat like working her really long hours and at some point I picked her up from work we weren't asking anything from her at that point and one of the times when I picked her up she literally was like hey Nick can I talk to you for a second yeah sure what's up and she was like I don't want to just have you guys you know covering all the food and covering all the rent and all, all the bills like is there anything I can do to help you know, I want to contribute. This is when she was like 18 or whatever. And I was like, yeah, that, uh, I mean, if every two weeks when you get paid, because she was making these checks, I was like, every two weeks, if you put like 200 or whatever, like 200 or 250 towards the rent, because we're paying close to two grand, um, that would have cut out like a quarter of it by the end of the month. And that would help mom and I out a lot because we're covering everything else. And that would be a little bit off our plate or whatever. And if you're, you know, whenever you grocery shop, if you're willing to put a little bit towards groceries, like not, not a ton, obviously we'll do the majority of it, but, you know, because we're feeding her and her son, you know, which we're totally willing to do. She's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So she started putting a little bit towards rent, which helped out tremendously. And I was always, we would always tell her, Allie, we're really grateful and we're really appreciative of everything you do, the, the financial help you contribute. We're, we're really grateful for you. Thank you so much. I did the same thing whenever, like, because I was always fighting with her to do the dishes, because her, Zoe initially, her chore was the dishes, to try to, like, load the dishes in the dishwasher, and Allie's was the cat, the trash is the litter, you know, the cat litter, making sure the cats had food in their bowl and whatnot, and neither of them liked the job, so they, they both talked to each other and decided to switch jobs, Zoe was, a. Uh, Zoe switched from doing the dishes and Allie switched from doing the litters and the trashes and so then the, the dishes were Allie's job and the trash and litters per week was Zoe's job and Zoe, Zoe wasn't too bad about doing hers I and mean, we had to fight with her a little bit but you know she's pretty 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 good about doing hers but I could not get Allie to do the dishes and most of the and so I was I was the one doing the dishes with her majority of the time and I, I fought for a while, even even as Eli came down and moved in with us for about a month. And Eli said the same thing to us, like, treat us like adults. We want to be treated like adults. Like, we want to contribute, we want to help out. Okay, so my wife literally laid out, a, okay, here's all the bills. Here's, you know, here's, like, the uh, rents. And basically, you know, had a certain percent, including me, her, and Eli and Allie. We, like, dividing it into four... And basically everybody, you know, everybody chipped in, you know, like them chipping in, us chipping in, like every, nobody carrying the full weight to make it, to make it like not that much weight for one person, you know, so that we could all be like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, we're paying a little bit, but we're not paying all of it. And they, they didn't like it because they're, they'd rather, basically, from, especially from what we're hearing from them out there or from the, who they're staying with. The brief interactions with the grandmother, you know, out there in Kansas, from what it sounds like, that's that's their mindset. Is they, you know, Allie moved in with Eli and Eli's adopted parents because, you know, they don't require anything. From what it sounds like, I don't know the truth, but that's basically the gist of that's basically the impression that we got was that she was able to move in there. They're not charging her rent. They're not charging her for food. They're not charging her for the internet she uses. She basically moved in there for free, and so now she sounds like she's working a job. Like, she's been through a lot of jobs, it sounds like. Following Eli's example, you know, she basically got terminated or quit from a lot of jobs out there in the past year and a half. And from what we've heard, she's working at McDonald's. And, uh, what it sounds like, it sounds like Eli's babysitting her grandson. And it sounds like Allie's probably not paying her for it either. So they got the grandmother involved, because I guess Eli, you know, there's a lot of frustration, sounds like, on Eli's mom and Eli. I guess with so the trying to get Allie to actually take care of stuff or whatever. It's interesting, but for a while, like, I was fighting with, with Allie every day. Like, Allie, 
are you gonna go do the dishes? You know, because I would, I would go to work, and I would make sure the sink was clear when I left to go to work, and then I would come home and the sink was full of dishes. And some of it was out, was uh, Aaron's, and some of it was O's. A lot of it was Allie. The majority of it was probably Allie and Sally's, because Allie would make food for herself a couple times throughout the day, and make, then make food for Sally's. Leave the dishes caked with stuff on them, like ketchup and mac and cheese, you know, the, 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 the cream, whatever, the mac and cheese remnants after you get done, you know, with mac and cheese instead of like rinsing it out. You know, you got that like, yellow film on the, the pot or whatever, on the bowl or whatever you use to serve it. And every day I would, I would approach her or whatever. She's like, Ali, you're going to do the dishes? I really just, I can skip really bad. And they're all doing tomorrow. Okay. So. It got to a point where I was I decided I wasn't gonna fire with her anymore on it because it was just so every night before I go to bed I clear the sink, make sure everything was make sure everything was done. Even if I cooked, I just how I am like most of them, like a lot of times if I cook, I still do the dishes. Me and the wife now we we're pretty there's we kind of go back and forth. Like I'll do them one or two days a week, she'll do them one or two days a week, or maybe she'll so a lot of times she'll end up doing slightly more because of the fact that like my schedule will get back at like 5 a.m. and I'll wake up mid-afternoon and I usually might not get around to, to actually knock the sink out really quick so she'll end up doing them that night or something to just ask me like hey you got dinner on the stove just put your you know if you get, if you get clean the, the, the skillet just put your stuff in the dishwasher because the dishwasher's already loaded it's dirty whatever I'm like, yeah okay sounds good you know but when Allie was here it was like I would just do them on occasion or do them every day and on occasion I would get home from work and I would be surprised because literally Allie would be in the kitchen like Allie would be in the kitchen uh, doing the dishes scrubbing the counter I mean literally going to town like there's no like hey I'm just gonna do the dishes and clear, you know, scrub the, the stovetop no it was the dishwasher was loaded. She's out there with a scrubby, scrubbing the countertops, scrubbing the. And I'm like, like going all out. And I'm like, I, I made sure to. I was always trying to show appreciation for whatever she did that stuff too. You know, in hopes that maybe it would help. Like, if you do something that you normally don't like to do, but then when you do it, you're like, you hear people, like your parents, like, oh my god, thank you so much. Really appreciate you. you rock, blah blah blah. So yeah, yeah, sure. But it was like, I could literally count on one hand the number of times that she, she did that. You know, in the six month period before she left, there's only like a couple of times that she actually went above and beyond. And sadly, I know it's a lot of due to depression problems, she, the way she is right now. Like, go to work, hide her room, not want not to interact with anybody. Because she's had depression for a while, but she doesn't want to treat it. I will not see a doctor. I will not go on medication. Like, Ali, you need something that's like, you're, you're, you're not in a really good place mentally, and you're, you're relying on somebody, your older sibling, Eli, who's even worse than she is. Like, Eli needs help, for sure. Ali definitely needs help. You know, she probably needs it more so, more so now, because of all the, the, the pretty much bad, the not very wise decisions, I'll put it that way. That she's made the past year and a half. Then she's basically been idolizing Eli. Like, don't attack him. He's the don't attack her. He's the only one. She's the only one that makes me feel safe. Sorry, I went back and forth between she and her because we heard, you know, we don't know what Eli identifies as, you know. Uh, but I know she. It's one of those where, like, for a while it's like, yay. But then identified as a guy, but then we heard identified as. Basically, trans identified as like neutral, so I have no idea. So, if I say he or her, you know, in the same episode when referring to Eli or whatever, it's because I don't know. <laughs> so I'll say they, you know, it's hard to keep track sometimes, you know, but um, Eli is a couple years older than Allie and still lives, obviously, still lives at home too. Doesn't really work a very good job, you know, not getting anywhere in life and basically taking Allie down the same road. Allie, of course, the
fuck that. I was like, yeah, that's just, you know, kind of fucked up. You know, nothing's, nothing's on them. <laughs> but, you know, so, so I, that's why I went up and talking to, I was talking to Zoe in the kitchen. I basically was telling her, like, hey, bug, so, mom and I really appreciate communicating with us. Because, like, you could be like your sister and just hide in your room and, like, we never see you. You know, but I like to hang out with you. I like to go go places with you. And we like to talk to you. And we tried to do that with Allie. We, I was always saying, come hang out. Why don't you come down and spend, spend some time? Let's watch a movie. And Allie never wanted to do it. Ah, oh, I'm okay. I'm just leave I go, okay. Like, leaves her, leaves her son basically playing on his tablet in, in his bed while she's basically asleep for half the day or whatever. And it's like, uh, you really shouldn't do that. Oh well, so try to be great. I try to be grateful, you know. Try to show appreciation for the little things like that, like you know, even if it's just our kiddo that's still with us, actually making an effort with us. Like she, like she bends over backwards. She knows she's getting like that's why I mean, <laughs> it, it's gotten really good. It's worked out pretty well as far as her doing her chores because way back, probably like six months ago, I started. I basically came. Um, I had her come down. You know, and me, and me and the wife were sitting down, and I said, "Hey, bug. So here's the deal. Like, I will pay you a fifty dollar allowance every week." I was like, "But the requirement is you have to do your stuff. So you have to do your litters. You have to do the trashes every week." You know. And she's like, "Okay." I was like, "But if you don't do them, then you don't get paid." You know, if you wait till Monday to, to do your do, do your chores or whatever. We got three cats. We need to. You know, obviously we need to. You know, the litters need to be done at least once a week. Trash is obviously get filled up pretty quick or whatever. So as long as you take care of it before Sunday night or before it turns to Monday, then you're, you're good. You'll get paid for that week. But if you wait and you don't do it until sometime Monday, then you lost the previous week. You just get paid for the current week. She goes, okay. Although there's one week that, like, she hadn't done it by Sunday night. And so... You know, she ended up doing it Monday morning, and I, I went ahead and basically I still paid her. I said, that's fine. We'll do it this week. You know, I don't know what the circumstances was. I think it just, like, basically, like, screw it. If you get it done, I'll pay you for last week. Said, okay, cool. Now she literally approaches me and says, oh, if I do my chores, I'll get paid. Yep. I do my best to make sure that, I, that I'm in a position to pay her every week. You know, it's up there. It's way up there as far as the, some of the priorities for making sure I have money available for it. Because if she's if she's going above and beyond to actually do her stuff every week, and it's with a majority of time, it's without us asking her to do it now. Like she literally just goes and does it. Like, I did my, I did my chores, give her money. All right, here's your 50. Just, you know, cash happen to her or whatever. She's like, thank you. You're welcome. Because she likes to, when we go to the store or whatever, she likes that weekly she might have a little bit to work with to go buy some stuff for, like, her art projects or whatever. You know, and it's like, like, Natalie was helping us every week for every paycheck to knock a little bit off the rent, make it a little easier on us. And we told her when all this crap went down and she left, we were telling her, like, you could have talked to us, like, if there was something bothering you and you thought felt like you're a little too tapped because of helping out with the rent or the groceries or whatever, you could have come to us and said, hey, like, I'm really struggling here. Like, any chance I could do less? We would have been like, yeah, sure, you know. But she never talked to us. She just kind of like, her and Eli kind of just conspired. Did what they did. Just all of a sudden, she was trying to <laughs> she was trying to sneak out of the house. You know, Jack just said, well, I'm going to go outside and play with Salix. But cool, Salix needs to play outside. That's awesome. But then I was sitting there on the couch, and she was... I noticed that she kept coming inside and walking outside with... She had this big trash can she bought for her room. One of the tall ones that you would normally see outside. She had one of those in her room. Now that's a big trash can for one bedroom. But, you know, talking like she had a bed... She had a kiddo, obviously, sleeping in the same room with her. And he was still... He was, you know, was a diaper, so he was going through diapers every day. So it made sense. I was like, I did, you know... As long as you can carry it out to the dumpster, you know, because I ain't helping you with that shit. <laughs> but I noticed about the fourth or fifth time that she was walking, you know, she came downstairs and was dragging the trash can outside the front door. And it's like the fifth time I finally started thinking, like, man, she's taking a lot of trash. And the one time I followed her outside, you know, you know, and I realized 
that's when we slowly realized that Eli was there and things had gone down or whatever. Or what was going down, and she basically moving out, but trying not to, she's trying to basically move out and not tell us. You know? Like, I was gonna tell you, but she was trying, she was being sneaky about it. She really tried to get out the door with all her stuff. And we're like, yeah, how, <laughs> how did you figure that you were gonna pull that off? Because obviously, if I see you dragging stuff outside like five or six times, I'm gonna wonder, like, what you doing? You know, what's going on? You know? But, oh, well. So, back to the other the appreciation topic and stuff, you know. Try to try to let kiddo know, you know, that we really that we really appreciate, you know, her doing her chores. That that's why I'm making a point to, to be in a position to be able to pay her every week because I know that it doesn't it means I don't have to ask her to do it. She just doesn't. It's like anything my wife does, you know. I try to show appreciation to her because I really really appreciate everything she does because she works really hard on her and uh, to help out with everything to meet me in the middle of as far as uh, you know our marriage goes and us to be partners and work on things and whatever and so really grateful to have both of them in my life and you know I'm not gonna lie like the heartache, the heartache from the, what Allie did and not seeing my grandson all this time and probably for a long time yet you know until she did stuff it's gonna hurt for a while you know but I am grateful that bit by bit, all through all this time, I've slowly just been healing as much as I can. I know I'm never gonna fully heal. You know, it's never gonna, it's never gonna get to that point where, where like life is amazing and you know I'm not hurt, heartbroken anymore. Because there's times I'll just be sitting downstairs thinking about the kid, the grandkid. I'll just start crying. I try not to when I'm around you know, the rest of the fam. I do when I'm by myself. But you know. It's just one of those things, like, I can look at pictures of him or whatever, and see videos of, you know, that I took with him or whatever, and it's, it's hard. So, it is what it is, but, so let's move on, guys. The uh, second topic, movie review. So, uh, I ended up learning, because I knew that I talked about wanting to go to a movie Technically, I wanted to see two movies this weekend, but one of them, one of them, I really wanted to see Indiana Jones in the theater. But you know, Sally, I was only in certain theaters. So I think it's coming out of the theater, so it wasn't in the theater we normally go to. And I really don't want to go downtown or go closer to downtown to uh, go see a movie. So it's like, it's like, uh, yeah. So I, I went with our normal theater. clock showing on Monday. I picked picked Zoe up with her friend from school and we, we went over to Michael's. And I was basically just sitting out there with the, the AC in the truck. Let, you know, wait for them and they came out probably like 20 or so minutes from them while they were inside. And then we went to our movie at 4 o'clock. So did our usual you know got the popcorn um Popcorn with butter. I think Zoe got a flatbread pizza. Aaron got some, some pretzel bites. And I think she got nachos. It's funny. I think my kiddo was uh, hungry because usually she just gets pizza, which is what she did this time too. But she was like, "Can I get chicken strips too?" And I was like, "Yeah, I don't think we get both." I was like, "I would love to," but that you know might be a little bit, a little bit too pricey, whatever. I was like, "You can get one or the other. Which one do you want?" She goes, oh, I'll do a pizza. Okay. You know how it is with those uh, uh, snack bar prices. You know, the, the price is like a little higher than you would if you go to like, a regular restaurant to get some chicken strips or something. So I was like, yeah, you can get a pizza or a chicken strips. But you can't, get to, can't do both right now. But um, so the Haunted Mansion. I don't know if anybody anybody out there, sorry, like you haven't seen the new Haunted Mansion. Sorry, it might be some spoilers, <laughs> but 
If you guys have seen the one with Eddie Murphy, this one's a lot. I mean, it's similar, but there's a lot of differences too. Like, there's everybody that comes into the that actually steps foot into the home. If they try to leave, one of the ghosts follows them back to their to their home and basically haunts them until they return to the haunted mansion. And uh, multiple people come to the thing, and like the, there was like this uh, lady or son that bought the house, and they were <laughs> they were inside. And of course, the kid saw a ghost and tried to tell the mom. And the mom was like, "There's no ghost in here. Don't worry." Of course, then all of a sudden there was a ghost behind them, and the mom's like, "Nope, we're out." And they leave. They drive away. But then they're back in the house, which I guess because of course they got followed. And, uh, you know, so they hire people to, to come out to the house and try to help them. And, of course, they get stuck because the ghost follow them home. And we're talking, like, there's a guy that's acting like, he, or the, like he's pretending to be a priest. And then there's this guy that um, lost his wife. Like, you see the, him and his wife in the opening scenes or whatever where he meets his wife at like a bar or something and then like years of like five years later he's living by himself and he's not exactly a very chipper chipper dude like he's kind of like you know got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder a little bit a little bit you know a little rude you know <laughs> ghosts aren't real or whatever but he but apparently he was a you know he had a he had invented a camera that he, he could take a picture and actually catch um, you know, catch a ghost on, on the screen or whatever, like have a picture of it. And so he had his camera with him and they ended up with a couple other people. <sighs> Sorry about that, guys. He's yawning while doing, yawning while doing the road trip. But, uh, so yeah, they're trying to, you know, eventually they have a medium that comes in there. And then, of course, like everybody that comes in there, they try to leave. And they come back and they stop. Like, why didn't you tell us that we're going to have a freaking ghost follow us home? And we're you stuck here. And they're like, well, because you wouldn't believe us. So, <laughs> so apparently the ghosts in the house, at, you know, are all afraid of this one spirit that's in there. And uh, so the, the, the live people that are living there now, or that are stuck there in that house, are trying to figure out who everyone is, and they're trying to figure out who this this really bad spirit is, or whatever. And uh, you know, it's the guy that like wears a top hat, and he carries his head around in a box, and like the head glows, or whatever, and talks, or whatever. And it's like freaky as hell. But you know, all the spirits when they start finally communicating with the spirits, they're not afraid of the spirits anymore. They're afraid of the the bat, big bat, or whatever. Turns out he's been like he's been collecting souls in there, and he has to get a thousand souls for him to be able to be released or whatever. But he's got 999, and so he needs one more. And so basically, like they band together, they didn't work. The ghosts end up working with him, kind of, even though they were working for the uh, the bad dude. One of the the, the pretend priest basically talks to them when they're 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 coming after him, like they're gonna try to kill him. The priest talks to him, like, you know, you guys, are you sure that this is what you want? Like, you want to work for that dude right there? Like, like, do you want to be free? And they end up working, they end up switching sides and working with him to fight the big bad dude. They basically banish the big bad dude or whatever before he can take another get another person willing to give basically to die for him. So. All in all, really, really, really good movie. You know, um, we got home, Aaron wanted to put on, she was so, should we put on the, the Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy? And I was like, eh, no. I was like, eh, let's watch something else. And I was like, I like the Haunted Mansion we just watched. I, will, I did like the one with Eddie Murphy, but. But. Bear with me for a sec, guys. Sorry about that, guys. It was just uh, as I, I had gone to the home screen on my phone and uh, my phone locked itself. And I was like, I'm still recording good. Awesome. So, anyway, oh yeah. Really good movie. Um, it was weird, though, because like the wife and I were talking about it afterwards. And usually, I said, like, 
I was like, man, dude, you know, I wasn't too impressed with the cherry coke from the, uh, the little fountain drink, whatever. It was like, it was pretty, still, it would taste like cherry, it would taste like coke. It wasn't really a whole lot cherry to it, which I like coke, you know. But, um, I was like, I told her, I was like, normally when I'm drinking cherry coke, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> She's like, oh, I know. I was like, this one was like, yeah. It was okay. It wasn't. I, I wasn't thrilled by it or whatever. The popcorn is pretty good. You know, but I always enjoy the popcorn. You know, and didn't have the biggest appetite though. Usually I get the boss and popcorn like nothing. This time I was kind of slowly working my way through. It wasn't like like oh my god. It was like yeah, cool, love the popcorn, but didn't really demolish it like I normally do. But it's funny they played up. You know, banishing the big bad, and, uh, and then the, the woman and her son still live in the house. They do they throw a party at the end of the movie. They invite all the people that were you know, stuck in there with them, and uh, you know, all, all the ghosts basically don't want. They end up not wanting to leave the house. Like they're doing a party, and the ghosts you see the ghosts dancing, you know, flying through the air, kind of dancing with each other, and all the humans are sitting around a table, you know, drinking and you know talking and enjoying themselves or whatever and I was like well that's one of the things like my wife and I we always joke around and back and forth like oh, it'll be nice to find a house like oh my god I was like yeah I was like my worry is to find a place like that and then have to be like alright but what's in here though? and my wife was like well I see have you because <laughs> you know how it is when you're in a place I mean I've never actually Except for when I was growing up and we lived in the house in Nebraska, not in the country. Like the family we bought it from built the house, so there shouldn't have been anything necessarily in the house. But of course, I know that that doesn't. Now I know that that doesn't really make a difference after listening to some uh, ghost hunter shows or whatever or podcasts where where spirits be haunting a place that basically had nothing to do with that, that location. So, they just, somehow, they just somehow travel there and end up in that place or whatever. It's like, huh, okay. So, but some of those historic houses, those older houses or whatever, it's like, we'd love to own one, but I'd, I'd be worried about who we'd have in there with us. <laughs> so, which is funny because I did go set at one point, you know, we had that we, when I was in college, that first semester, whatever, we moved from the house that my parents hadn't sold it yet. The house was pretty much empty and vacant. Um, but I had a key to the front door. We didn't have an alarm system. And uh, when I was in college, me and my ex, now, me and my now ex-wife, we were just dating at the time. We were both going to the same college. She came up, came up from Texas. And uh, was going to the, going to we were both going to University of Nebraska, Carney, and we had some friends there, or whatever. And some of them were like, one of them was like, you know, self-proclaimed mediums. She had a sixth sense or whatever, and she could she could sense stuff. So we me and my ex and this friend of ours, and a couple of the people, we hopped in the car and we basically planned one night. We went down to good old Holdridge, Holdridge Nebraska. Shout out to all my former classmates out there, you know, in touch with a couple of you guys, but majority, majority of the people went to school with basically like, I'm not connected with them. <laughs> a lot of them were like really popular and I wasn't, you know, I had friends, but I wasn't, I didn't really have a big old group of friends and, you know, there's people, that, you know, I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate where you see like the high school people that you once knew went to high school with and you see their posts and they have like 400 likes or four, whatever on their posts I'm like yeah you guys are like really popular little clicks <laughs> that's when you're just getting over to pass this guy as we're coming up on this exit and all of a sudden he puts signal on an exit so I'm like, oh cool I guess you don't have to patch it <laughs> so but uh but yeah really good movie definitely recommend you guys go check it out um not really scary at all definitely worth seeing so anyway y'all on that note um, hope everybody 
It's had a really great day. Hope, hope you guys are all doing really well. Um, I don't know about you guys, but whatever, whatever, uh, like, I don't know who's doing the, the, uh, movie, movie reviews now. I know at one point it was like Cisco and Ebert or whatever. I think they're possibly both gone, I think, or I know Ebert, I think died. I think, I don't know. The two thumbs up, two thumbs down. I know there's Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. And there's, there's people that will, be, will not go see a movie based up because of the, the review. Like, oh, I'm not going to go see that. I got two thumbs down. Or I got to look at score this high on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. But, you know, it's a movie that I've wanted to see before I even hear about the reviews. And I'll still go see it even though I got a bad review because I want to get my own opinion on it. That's why I'm, I'm going to try to make episodes based on, you know, whenever we go out as a fan to go see a movie or whatever. I'll try to do an episode to kind of review it a little bit. If I can, I'll get, you know, the wife, the wife and the kiddo to, to um, you know, do a little interview with me or whatever, let me know what they thought about the movie or whatever, so that way I can make the, the episode a little more entertaining for you guys, we still give you guys a little bit more of a quality content for that episode. But otherwise, just that you'll at least get me talking about you know, what the movie was about and stuff. Um, it's funny, when, uh, during the movie, the guy that his wife died before we found out she died um you know we figured they ended up together based on the first scene but then it's sort of like five years later and he's by himself i leaned over to my wife i said I, i'm curious what happened and she was oh, i'm sure we'll find out and then when he pulled his, his ring he had it on a or i guess his wife's ring he had it on like a lanyard or whatever on his, around his neck he pulled that out from under his shirt and he's like, yeah, my wife, you know, she, you know, I was like, oh, crap. I was like, so that's what happened. I thought maybe cancer, but then I guess, I guess it turned out she killed the car accident or whatever. And I was like, ah, crap. So, but, you know, good movie, good movie. You guys should go check it out. I won't, I won't say too much more about it, because, I mean, there's still a lot more to the movie than, you know, I could give away. But I'll leave it at that, so that way you guys can go check it out yourself. Don't listen if you don't necessarily listen to reviews, you know, because you know, I haven't even looked at the reviews for the Haunted Mansion, so I don't know if they rated it really good or if it had a bad rating, but apparently Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, but, you know, and so, but you guys go check it out for sure. So anyway, guys, you know, I, I appreciate all of you guys being here, especially those of you that have been with me since the beginning. I know we're working, we're just continuing to work on the push on stuff. Apologies about you know this episode posting a little bit later today than normally would. Usually, what I try to do is go ahead and get an episode recorded over my two days while I'm off, you know, off at home, and then I'll schedule. I'll get it all edited and scheduled for Tuesday at Tuesday evening between five and six for it to post or whatever. So I didn't even do that. So I'm kind of just you know getting this recorded while I'm out here working. So. But appreciate you guys. Um, you know, we never fail if we uh, keep getting up and keep trying. So keep getting up, keep trying, keep pushing forward, keep working on your goals, even if you don't know how you're going to pull them off, because that's a lot. I basically, it's, that kind of describes my life a lot right now. Like with our our uh, Mazda, you know, with the tree damage and like missing two windows or whatever. Um, our house goals, you know, wanting to get into a house. Um, wanting to get myself you know to be able to even get myself to the point where I can retire sooner than the next 30 years you know I, the, 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 those are just three examples of things that like I plan to accomplish but I don't know how I'm going to accomplish them you know like it's like I'm just going to keep working towards them and I know they're going to happen I know I'll figure it out it's just no idea now so <laughs> one of my jokes that I like to joke around is that I, I like to say I see that there's light in the tunnel. I mean, you'll see it right now. But I know it's there. Like, I know eventually I'm going to see that light. Like, oh, cool. I'm almost there. Like, I'm, I'm almost to this goal. Almost to this dream that I have. You know. Like, I know, when, I know you know, that part of what kills me is, like, you know, I'm, I'm not a very patient person. But I know that whenever I get, when we get to the point where we have our house, I'll be sitting, even if I'm still working at that point, I'm off, I'll be sitting on the back porch, grilling steaks, rods, whatever, chicken, and grilled veggies, and 
big old cooler full of dreams just be back there chilling out my, my dream obviously is to have a like a backyard big enough that we're able to put in our own in-ground pool and hot tub and basically like just be enjoying life like i can be I'm, i know at some point i keep telling myself i will get to that point where we will be at our house i'll be sitting on the back porch and i'll be looking back to looking back to right now you know I'll be looking back to the period when I was looking forward to that. I was saying, look, look how far we've come. Look how things we've, we've actually pulled off. Look what we've accomplished. We're in our house. We've paid off our cars. We've done this. We've done that or whatever. And so I get, you know, I got to focus on the positive stuff. That's why I was joking with, you know, when our kiddo was talking to us. And I was like, well, I was like, we're glad that you're not in agreement with your older siblings and think like we're these horrible parents and we're these horrible people and you know blah 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 our kid was like I've never felt that way about you guys like you guys I know you guys do your best and you guys try really hard and I, I've never felt like any of the days I do have I do, do struggle with my mental health I've never felt like it was because of you guys and we gave her a hug we're like well, we really appreciate that we love you you know she's like I love you too so it's one of those like you know all we can do is do our best guys you know, whether it's in our job, whether it's as parents, and either it works out or it doesn't. You know, like I always try to be there for Allie, and basically now I'm being treated like or being called called a so-called father figure, and you know, a bully and whatnot. And I'm like, she never got hit. You know, like since I came into her life when she was five, she never got hit. I threatened it to give her to, to get a to give her a whooping with the belt on a you know give her the whipping with the belt because of how she was basically acting like a little butthead and not listening to us and it took me getting the belt out and her pinning her butt in the corner going no dad no I apologize to your mother okay mom I'm sorry She's like thank you so she had the threat of it but then she shaped up because she didn't want to get her butt whipped you know so heck you would just take in that belt and you you know how I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about put the two like you fold in half put the two halves together and you hold one and you hold the other and you push them together to where it, 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 it goes apart like this little loop and then you stretch it back out again and it does a little snap you know so you can just do that snap and basically get kids to shape up or whatever so we've never done the whole spanking thing with our kids you know but our 15 year old is doing pretty good we thought we were in pretty good shape with our oldest until she did what she did we you know found out that she was listening to all whatever bs that eli was saying literally turned her against us they you know made her like being up all this crap they you, you know the whole stories you know when they uh when people how people say like tell yourself a lie so, so much or you, or you tell yourself the same lie so many times you start to actually believe it well that's what Allie basically has done like you know listen to whatever eli was about bullshit or whatever and now Allie believes those things. Yeah, mom and dad did that. No, we didn't. My life sucks because you're know, this way because of my, my parents. No, no. Your life sucks because of the decisions you're making. Or the lack of decisions that you're making. Don't blame us. Take take accountability for your own mess. You know, the fact that you don't drive. You're living somewhere for free. Basically, just complaining that life sucks because, you know, mom and dad messed it up for you. Like, no, we didn't. We were trying to help. <laughs> it was one of those things, you know, we were making suggestions for better jobs, making suggestions for her to go get her license. And, and now, my, now it's our, my mother-in-law out there making all these making all these suggestions to her to try to help her. And there's all these excuses like, I can't do this. This is screwed up because mom and dad. I screwed up because mom and dad. And, you know, we've tried to tell my mother-in-law, like, like, that's you. Like, we just, you know, I know they want to blame us for everything, but, you know, they, like, a lot of this is on them, and they just don't want to admit it. You know, people took their side for a bit, now they're kind of realizing that they're both kind of, both those kids living in Eli's parents' house are kind of full of crap. You know, full of crap, you know, basically, uh, you know, telling a bunch of BS, whatever, blaming us for everything, you know. It's like, you know, we're, me and my wife agree is the only way that Allie will ever, for lack of a better term, pull her head out of her own ass and, and actually, like, you know, wake the fuck up. Wake the, <laughs> yeah, wake the fuck up. They have to have a falling out between her and Eli and whatever. We're like, that's not going to happen. They're too codependent. So, we're 
where one goes, the other one goes, and where one believes, the other one believes, even if it's a complete lie, you know, so, oh well, so you know what, guys, I'm grateful for the fact that I have, I still have one kid at home that, and that she actually is literally without us probing her, without us, like, trying to ask her or question her or whatever, she's come to us and said how she doesn't understand the things that Eli and Allie are accusing us of. And that we're not these bad parents that they claim. We've never done the things that we've never made her feel like Allie claims that we've made her feel. And it's like, we're like, well, you know, we're like, we tried. You know, we're, we're, we're your guys' parents. We did, did our best to try to take care of you guys and to, to guide you, whatever. And, you know, sadly, Allie got to the point where she just wanted to, she, she wanted to, she was unhappy and it was our fault. You know, miserable and our, it was our fault. It's all good, you know. I'm not, I'm like, it's her life. She can live it the way she wants. So, I'm thankful for Zoe. I'm thankful for my wife. I'm thankful that we, we're, you know, even though our apartment is expensive as hell, I'm thankful that we have a place to live. We both have cars to drive. And even though, you know, most weeks are a little bit tight, things get paid, food gets put on the table. Make, make, we both make it a point to actually spend time with Zoe, you know, go out and do stuff. We offered, we were always offered to do that kind of stuff with Allie, but she never wanted to do it. You know, it was always, I'm tired. At like three in the afternoon, we're like, okay. We're here, you're like, you're, you're the one choosing to stay up here, so. But I don't want to, I don't want to talk to a doctor or get treatments. You know, go to, go to, a, to a therapist and I don't want to go to get medication to help me with my depression. Okay, well, Ali, you need it. Like, you can't just, you can't just cope by yourself. You need, uh, you need help. Other than the older sibling type help that you're getting from Eli, because Eli's not a therapist. Eli's life is kind of fucked up too, so. It's all good, you know. Anyway, guys, I hope you guys like the, uh, sorry about the little, got off a little tangent about Ali and Eli. But... Hope you guys enjoyed the I know it was not, not an in-depth movie review, but, you know, it gave you guys a little bit of an idea. I'll give it two thumbs up for sure, you know. But, uh, aside from that, keep being awesome, keep believing, keep pushing forward, you know, think you can, think you will, and you're already halfway there. Um... Like what I said in the last episode, if ever she don't succeed, try, try again. Pretty much, you know. Do, you know I, my other motto: do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. It might be a while for for all of us, you know, like just to get to where we want to be. But you know, we'll never get there if we do basically what my oldest did. You know, go live somewhere for free, work a crap job, and get food stamps from the government or whatever. And never try to make anything better, but instead, basically blame everybody else. My life sucks because of them. Oh, your life sucks because of you. I was like, but I've always, but I've always said for a little bit since she left, I was like, you know what? If she needs me to be the, if she needs us to be the villain, then fine, you know. But you know, they want to play the victim, say that they've done this, they've done that, and like we've done this to hurt them, or whatever. And we're like, we haven't done shit. So kind of hard to do that stuff but we haven't had contact because <laughs> we were cut off all together even though when she left she was crying to our face and swearing to us that she that's not what she was doing because we're basically like you're taking salads away from us you know she's like i'm not doing that i'm not taking it from you i promise you can still see him like crying tears streaming down her face hugging us swearing i'm swearing basically you know swear to god i'm not taking it from you i swear to god and then she gets to that state and says, fuck you, leave me alone. Like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, shit. That's just great. So, I'll admit, I was struggling for a while, guys. This all happened back in June of 2022. Um, for, like, probably about six or eight months, like, I was gaining weight because I was at such a low that I was like, fuck it, I'm going to eat whatever I want, uh, I'm gonna drink, I'm gonna do more adult beverages, you know, drink it a lot more, um, was eating, stuff, was eating a lot of sweets, a lot more sweets than I normally would, I really don't do sweets too often, 
you know, I do sweet drinks. Like, I got a slushie in here. Coke slushie I got from QT quick trip earlier because it was like 101 degrees. And yeah, they got a heat advisor going on. Like, it seems like it's 70 degrees now, so it's not too bad. But at least that's what the, the thermostat in the truck here says. But I'm <laughs> just looking up. Just looking up the. Uh, dolly and the set of doubles i was like i got the truck after getting all that stuff set up i went through one my 32 ounce bottle pretty quick and i was like yeah it didn't feel good you know so i stopped a quick trip literally i walked in there i hit the bathroom and i went and got the extra i got the biggest cup i could the extra large and i got i got the usually i would do the uh, the green apple the green apple slushy but it wasn't working for some reason. I tried to do it, tried to do that, and it was just coming out with like a little, very, very slow. A little bit of liquid, whatever, so I went over instead I got Coke, got the Coke slushy. So, between my my ice water, and I got my ice, literally like ice down, really, been really, really, really cold, so it's like, oh, you know, it's like, I can't do warm water, even though I know they say it's better for you. You get hydrated a lot better with regular warm water than or room temperature water that you do with ice water during the hot months. I'm like, yeah, but warm water sucks because you drink it. Yeah, you might be technically quote hydrated, but you don't feel hydrated because you're still hot and you're you know you're drinking this warm water. Like one of the things I've noticed, somebody said online, I think it's something my wife posted to say um, that one of the things that helps with depression is ice water. And I'm like, yeah, it makes sense, because I know when I when I have really, 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 really cold water, I actually, like, even though I'd rather have something that has flavor to, like, for punch or for a fountain drink or something, you know, when I do ice water, I enjoy it, and I do, I do tend to feel better a little bit afterwards, like, as far as, like, mental health goes. It's interesting, I don't know why it is, but... But uh, that's one of the things we told Bug when I had her in the kitchen was telling her how we appreciate everything that, you know, that they're communicating with us, and that Mom and I do our best, and that she ever wants to talk to us about anything we're here. And I commented about, like, that one, one thing as far as mental health goes, Bug, is that just find things that you enjoy doing. It, you know, it, it's something you enjoy doing that helps with your mental health, like playing video, playing some video games, watching a movie. You know, I said that's kind of why I do what I do. Like, I like, I love my Netflix. I love taking the fam to a movie. And, you know, I love my adult beverages. Think about it where I said that. Um, but I said, that's why I do what I do. Like, I get, get off my, uh, my days off. I'll go do things with them as a family. And I'll be enjoying my wine and my, uh, lately been doing cherry coke with fireball in it. You know. And we recently got um, one of the things I bought at the liquor store because the wife and I wanted to try a new mixed drink was uh, Jameson Orange Whiskey with Sprite. Honestly, I thought it was pretty good. Like when I, I made it exactly how it showed online, the two ounces of two ounces of uh, Jameson Whiskey and four ounces of Sprite. Just with that ratio, you know, uh, poured it out, or you know, fill it up rather. Took a took a spoon and went ahead and stirred it up, so that way it was all really evenly mixed. Took a sip, and was like, wow, yeah, it's not bad. It basically, it basically tasted kind of like Sprite with a hint of orange. Like I wasn't getting a lot of the oh my god, there's yeah, definitely toast whiskey in this. The wife, on the other hand, did the same exact ratio for her, and she she took a sip and went whoa, there's like definitely whiskey in that. I said. I was like, it's not too powerful, is it? She was, I can definitely taste this. Well, just grab, you know. I was like, well, here's here's the rest of the can. Just add more Sprite to it. So that way I have more of a Sprite ratio than whiskey. So she did that. So I was like, uh, I can barely, I, can, I barely noticed the whiskey. That's <laughs> like, uh, like I might uh, change it up, and, you know, get another bottle. Maybe I'll get diet Sprite or sugar-free Sprite. And do it that way, and maybe that'll, you know become a new dorm for me, but the problem is those the Jameson Orange Whiskey bottle was like 30 bucks. <laughs> so it's like, it's been two weeks that I didn't do it. We didn't try it yet because of, you know, just the budget with everything else. Stuff, you know, 
If I did thirty bottles for thirty dollars for one bottle, then I wouldn't have been able to do like my fireball or whatever else. So I was like, yeah, we'll do it next week. So we did we ended up doing it. I enjoyed it, that was good. You guys should definitely give give it a try if you like Sprite, if you like orange. And if you're a whiskey fan, definitely give it a shot. But anyway guys, kinda went off a little bit ramble again. I apologize, but hope everybody has a great day. Uh feel free to reach out if you have any suggestions on any kind of topics that we should cover, if there's some questions you have for me or whatever, you can answer them all during a podcast episode. Or cover a certain topic on a podcast episode, feel free to reach out. Watch show podcast at gmail.com. And I will do my best to, to acknowledge it and uh, you know uh, talk about it in one of these episodes. So anyway, y'all, appreciate you. Keep being awesome. And uh, keep on coming back. Feel free to, to like and follow uh, if you enjoy what you've heard so far. And I'll keep trying to give you guys some quality content and stuff. I plan I don't plan to go anywhere anytime soon. So I will talk to you guys on episode 27. Have a good one.